All I know is that I don't know. It's the bachelor lifestyle. It's the bachelor lifestyle. I have some romaine lettuce. Yeah. Back to Jay Stewart breaking down all the shows. It's the Bachelor on ABC with Chris Harrison. You grind in a limo sent home. How embarrassing. The most dramatic ever. And that's what we like. Play your Welcome cards back. right. You this is the Bachelor Lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com. It's me, Brian Beckner. Just doing a late night. We're doing it. Uh, I guess we do it, do, do it after the show sometimes. Uh, it's episode four. Claire's season of the bachelorette everything that had been foretold broke tonight we're here to talk about it jason stewart joins me jay what's up hello everybody how i don't know how i don't know how we're going to get a whole show out of that i don't know how they got two hours out of what we just watched jason um take us through it what did we watch tonight let me just kind of guess what, what in my mind you're in. Hold on. Hold on. What's going on with your microphone? Let me try to guess. There we go. Is. That's better. What was what was in front of it? Like your shirt or something? I have no idea. Okay. I, that's better. I just lifted it to my mouth. That Yeah. That's how microphones work. Holy shit. I just got an email. Um, I also just lifted it to my mouth. Signed, Jenna Jameson. <laughs> that's so dumb. Uh, but let me uh That's so let dumb. Me, let me guess what your state of mind is right now. Okay, so, tell, me, um, tell me. Okay, so you had like a below average episode of The Bachelorette. That's one thing, but I also know that you're like you're one of those people that goes to bed really early, so you kind of have that sleepy irritated thing. So You know listeners, what? Listeners are going to get that Beckner. Right you know now. what? For sure. <laughs> That's for sure true cuz I don't like I get tired and I um, I run out of steam on everything. And so my girlfriend was like messaging me tonight and I just didn't have a lot of energy. And I was just like, she was kidding and I should have known she was kidding. And I thought she was serious. And it was like, I don't know. We had like a bit of a misunderstanding on text and the whole time, like we're clearing it up. And I was like, Oh, I'm, th- I guess I was just tired. Like I didn't really catch the tone of this conversation and it's because it happened at 10 o'clock at night when it when i'm usually asleep so it's not my fault um yes very tired i wrote lots of notes on this stupid show this they drug this out so long take us through what happened jason well i mean they they left us last week um with the cliffhanger that um, Claire was disconnected with all the other dudes. Um, and she has, um, she is singular, singularly, um, minded in that she wants to, uh, she wants Dale to get it in first of all. And then she wants to be married because she is 39. Um, she knows what she doesn't want. She's been through it all. And, you know, keep in mind, she she was engaged on the Bachelor Winter Games, which is like bottom, bottom of the totem pole of the Bachelor franchise. So, yeah. So I don't want to, like, spoil it. I'm not going to. No, no, I'm not okay. saying that. Okay. Well, I'm just saying I, no. that this is very important that yes. she's she's been engaged yes. before. Yes. OK. Yeah. All right. So um, so this episode starts off with uh, 
the uh, the guys back at the place are kind of pissed off, and they they're they're gonna confront her. And then um, the producers like separate Dale, the um, the leading man in this in the show, and they and they have Claire um, and all those little like scenes of her looking contemplative and writing in her journal and contemplative. The, Contemplative, mm-hmm. contemplative, to compl- mm-hmm. yeah, whatever mm-hmm. you want to say. Okay. So, um, and at that point, um, Harrison just just surprises her. She actually said the words. She actually said this lie. I had no idea that you were coming here. Um, and he totally. says, "Yeah, we have to we have to have a heart to heart. We uh, we got to shoot straight. Uh, the more we go down this path, the the worse it is for all of us." Uh, we need to uh, nip this in the butt, and 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 and. Does it nip it in the butt? Relation. I think it's in the bud. No, it's in the butt. No, in the butt. It's not in the uh, butt, Bob. So um, that's basically what how it starts, right? Yeah. Harrison kind of puts a, a full stop to the to the series mm-hmm. and says, "All right." Let's let's sit down with her and let's go over this. Where are we going to go from here? She obviously isn't into the other dudes. They're pissed off. It's not fair to them. Uh, Dale is into her. She's into him. Seems like a big fascination thing right now. The early the early you know lust buds are are flowing pretty good with each of them. Um, and he sits her down and she explains to him, "This is everything I wanted in man." In fact, this is what she she says a lot. She says, um, this is the reason I never settled. This is a guy that I never, I wasn't going to settle for anybody else so that I could find this guy. She says that so many times in so many different ways. I get it. I get it. So, I mean, at that point, um, we already knew all this was going to happen. You and I don't do spoilers, but even this kind of information got to us. This was, this was unavoidable. The series was coming to an end. Yeah. So, at one at at this point, Chris Harrison comes over and he's like, "Can I rearrange the furniture?" And he sits down, and has a heart to heart. It's like that. It's like when the teacher, the guidance counselor, is talking to the student, kind of thing. And he's like, "The path we're on right now, we can't continue." And he gets Claire to admit something that I feel like more is going to come out of this, and maybe already has since you and I don't traffic and spoilers. He he. She admits that she fell in love with Dale's Instagram before the show. She's like, I saw his social media and the way he was when his mom died. She's like, I really felt that because that's, you know, I'm going through that right now. And it's like the way he was with his family. Like she had and let this be a lesson to everyone because she doesn't really know this guy. She. Maybe maybe it all works out, but she had painted this picture of him through his curated social media feeds that is that is a a an example of yourself painted in the best possible light. And then so then she meets him and he's very good looking and you can see that on you know, she's already attracted to that. And he seems really nice and he probably is. But they still she's still in love with the idea of Dale more than actually Dale because she just hasn't spent that much time with him. And my question to you, Jason, is 
should this not be illegal? Like, how is it? And I, we got also got to blame reality, Steve, because they go out and they find these, these contestants, like they announce this is who the bachelorette's going to be. And then they cast the contestants Mm -hmm. and Steve Carbone is the one that goes goes and finds out who all of the, them are. There's no way that Claire did right. not go to realitysteve.com and start picking off these guys' Instagrams, which she should not be allowed to do. You as a as a someone cast on the show, you should force yourself not yes. to check in with it. Just like what? you and I don't look at spoilers of this show because we don't want it ruined for us. We want to enjoy it with the people that listen to us at the same time. We don't want to know more than them. Same. She's on the show. She should not be allowed to go and look at who these guys are. It's reality. Steve's fault. Is it not, Jason? It is. And but first of all, um, I'm guessing the, the Bachelor Wi-Fi uh, server disallows you to access Reality Steve. So she would have to go to incognito on, on, on the, the, the uh, Chrome. Well, you're a Bing um, guy. Hold on. Hold yeah, on. Yeah. You, she would is, have to go incognito Reality Steve to get all the info. Is, but, there, um, is there incognito on Bing? No, no, no. There, yeah, there is. Oh, yeah. oh wait, no. Well, Bing's not. Bing's first not. Of all, it's, yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Bing is a search site. Right. That's yeah. right. Oh, Anyways, gotcha. um, so um, if you think about it, um, the the franchise started before social media. Um, yes. And 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 it's it's gotten into right now like the tenth, twelfth year of social media. You'd think that the producers would be able to anticipate this stuff. They absolutely should have sequestered everybody involved. I mean, if O.J. Simpson's jury was sequestered for, what, 18 months or whatever the fuck it was, maybe six months, like, it could be way off. And all they could do is just get up, watch some VHS movies and never look at the newspaper or talk to their family members about anything. You could do the same thing with these people. It was it wouldn't have been that that much of an ask. As, they're, they're, as, they're being compensated. They're, yes. they're, they're going to be famous. Yeah. As yeah. soon as you're cast, you got to delete your gram or whatever. But, but here's the thing. And this is this is the point we make about this show. They're only on it to raise their profile. They want to become influencers. They want to become hosts like, yeah, it's cool if you hook up with a chick and then you guys can do a, a shared brand, whatever. So it's. They're they're not they're not shutting down their Instagrams or I know they're not allowed to post and be active on them while the show's filming, but once you're cast, you should have to hide your Instagram from reality people like Reality Steve and whoever the contestant is. She you have you should have to delete your Instagram or do whatever you do to where it's people can't see it. And 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 I think that that kind of comes up with the uh, complaints. And by the way, the uh, the boy band manager by the end of this episode um, gains a lot of uh, uh, gains a lot of credit with me. Oh. like he actually is is actually a, a pretty smart dude. Couldn't agree less. Things. Couldn't agree and, less. I anyway, fucking so we'll hate have, this guy's we'll, we'll, guts. We'll talk about this guy. And we'll also, he's at least forty seven years old. I don't know what he's claiming <laughs> to be. I won't even get into his tattoos, including the two stars behind his right ear and him calling himself Kenny. I hate this guy's guts. We can get into it later. 
yeah, he's he's by far the most put off that that this whole thing was rigged. And well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't blame him, but I'm I'm surprised that he said some of the things he did candidly, because and, this is all about yeah. how you look. Yeah. And, and it's yeah. all about if people want to consider you for future franchise yes. for future series and stuff. Yeah. So you always have to keep uh, keep an eye on that. But anyways. Yes. So um, so so. Uh, Harrison sits her down. She says, I'm in love as soon as I saw him on, on Instagram or whatever it was. And then when he showed up, he was everything I expected. And I wrote down the euphemism. It was, um, so, so she, she admitted to seeing it, uh, to seeing him on, on his Instagram and whatnot. And where is it? Uh, there's a great euphemism that I, I can't seem to find. But basically, mm. she said when he – she had a certain impression of him. Yeah. And when he showed up, he exceeded expectations. Oh, she said he cont- – no, she said – I don't know if this is what you're alluding to, but he sa- she said he continually shows up for me. How? Always. How? He's, she's like, he showed up. She's like, when I was having my – um. She said he had my back with Joseph. Nobody had her back with Joseph. Joseph should have got his ass kicked. You, th- <laughs> you think you think Dale couldn't go over there and just Dale's like six five. You think Joseph was like five five. Like you don't think Dale could have gone over there and just fucking backhanded him and shut his fucking mouth in it, one second? It can't be um it can't be overestimated how short of time these people have spent with each other. Cause yeah. you, 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 th- you know, it's every week. So you think that it's like four to five weeks that these no. people know each no. other. It's like four or five days and even less encounters. Yes. So, so there's the actual total minutes that these people have spent with each other is so minimal. And she makes all these gr- grand yes. uh, proclamations about what he is and what he does for her. It's incredible. They had that one for, where he's like, guys, I'll be back in five minutes. And he goes to her room and then they dry hump for 45 minutes. That's the that's the extent of their that's their longest interaction. One 45 minute dry humping session, basically like what everybody's done with a bunch of people drunk in their life. <laughs> and, she's she's basing that, the rest of her life on. And that's why I said last week. It's it's like um, this thing to me, they obviously really want to have sex with each other. That's been made clear from the, the second uh, he got out of the limousine and everything else. Yeah. And but so so it's a very lustful thing. And. And uh, largely on her part, you could just tell. I think she admitted um, on camera last week in that little session where he kept uh, escaping to her that if he wanted to, he could have had her. If they had time, he could have had her. So it's like this this is a very lustful thing. She's fascinated with him. But as far as being in love with somebody, you just can't – you can't be in love with somebody having spent – a grand total of 90 minutes with them. No, you can't. You can't be in love with somebody just because they have a really cool IG page. <laughs> like, cause they post some sweet stories where they're looking really handsome and they're not wearing a shirt. Like it's just, I, that's not how it works. The, the, uh, 
you know, and we've said this. This is why I guess this is why Claire is the perfect cast member that yes. she can and is and convinces herself that she is in love with the guy that yes. she has spent probably a grand total of ninety minutes with. Um, so, anyways, so that backfired on me. I need I need to self-report right there because I thought Claire. And let's be honest, Claire's looking pretty good. She's she got a new set. She's displaying her implants. She, she got some ass. Like she looks great for her age, for any age. I take 39. that back. Yeah, she's thirty nine. She's the oldest bachelorette in history. She looks amazing. <laughs> but oh, I thought she would be good because she's pretty hot, but also she's very earnest. She's not jaded like the rest of the people that come on this show. She's been in the world long enough and. Despite that, she always is trying to fall in love. But here's where it backfires on me. She does. She falls in love every time she's on one of these shows. So she was uh, immediately in love with Dale. It's I should have known that it wouldn't. She wouldn't make it till the end. She couldn't ride it out because she's going to fall in love with somebody right away. Like she always has on these shows. That was my mistake. She was going to – I think she was going to be ride or die with Juan Pablo, yeah. the, the least uh, – the person uh, in, in the history of the show that was least interested in falling in love. And until he said um, – what, what do you say? I, 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 I love being with you, but I really love fucking you. What did he say to her? What was the exact line? I can't. He's like, but it, it, until yes. he said that, yes. she was no, she was good to go. He said, I think he said something like, "It was so bad." I think he's like, "I'm not in love with you," or he's like, "I don't love you, but I love fucking you." Or something. <laughs> so, it was so, so horrible. But up until that yeah. point, she yeah. had us all convinced that she was ready to, to accept the ring. Yeah. So, um, so there is one moment I need to point out that I thought was particularly fake, even for this show. Yeah. Um, Chris Harrison always has to like do shit like this. Um, so Claire's crying her eyes out, you know, whether she's talking about her dead dad, her mm-hmm. dying mother, her repast relationships, there's always waterworks. Yeah. And then he finally says, have you, have you met the person that you were looking for, which is a person like your dad? She starts crying. She says, yes. And then they do a cutaway shot. And they yeah. have Chris Harrison wiping away a tear. It yeah, yeah, reminded yeah. me of it reminded me of like uh, like a sixty minutes or something when I know this happens where yeah. after the interview is already done, yeah. then they start recording yes. the questions and the gestures yeah. like afterwards. Yeah. I, I wouldn't doubt it if if she went she left and he and he's like let me let's get one cutaway of me wiping away a tear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like when they. It's like when you're watching a stand-up comedy special or a roast and they go to a crowd reaction and you're like, oh, no, that wasn't that funny. They took a crowd <laughs> reaction from somebody right. else's joke earlier or later and just clipped it in right there. So the um, so Harrison uh, goes up to Dale, uh, who was also like pulled aside, sitting in a chair looking uh, contemplative. Um, and um, he says, look. Here's the deal. I just had a, a talk with Claire. This is this is going in a strange direction, um, and I just want to know what your thoughts are. Dale explains to him in some way, shape, or form that he's he's fallen for her or whatnot. So um, they decide that instead of the cocktail party and the ring ceremony, they're they're going to just do a 
a date, a night, so that Claire and Dale can express themselves to each other. So they set up a, a table and in, in a, on a patio at this uh, La Quinta, right? Yeah. And Claire says of this little space that they set up for the dinner, yeah. um, people say this is haunted, but it's really my favorite place. It, it, she's like, people say it's haunted, but but kind of in a good way. And, yeah. and I'm thinking, I don't, I don't think anything's ever been haunted in like a good way. Haunted no. typically means that something really Bad. shitty has happened. Yeah. And it's scary. There is no good way. There's no good. There's no good hauntings. I do like that. You know, this, this resort, you know, I've announced that I've been there before the, um, this resort has, it's like a lot of casitas and there's like tons of pools. So it's like a bunch of casitas surrounding a pool. And then you go to like the next cluster and there's a bunch of casitas surrounding a pool. And so she's like, I like um, found this place, like meaning like where they set up the table. But basically the whole they've got use of the whole resort. It's it's a pandemic. So there's not the the general public is not staying there. So basically they set up these dates in wherever they want on the resort. So basically they just put a table. They made like a little gazebo by one of the pools and made it look all cool. And she's like, yeah, I basically found this place. I will say this shit. Claire had a red dress on the implants were on display, but she's like, she's pointing out the, um, she's pointing out the area to Dale. And this is where I realized Dale's one of those guys that says lots of things twice. So she's like, she's like, yeah, she's like, isn't this beautiful? And he's like, this is beautiful. And she's like, yeah, I found this place. And he's like, this is beautiful. And then they're like telling stories about their parents. And she's talking about how her dad met her mom one time and then like hitchhiked to get married to her after only meeting once. And he goes, James was committed. And then he pauses and then he goes, and she kind of looks at him and he goes, James was committed. <laughs> he did that thing where he, he kind of looked at the producers yeah. off camera. Yeah. James is committed. He said it twice. Yeah. And, and um, the coincidence um, is that his grandparents, maybe or something, one of his one of his relatives also hitchhiked. It was maybe his it was dad. dad. It was her dad and his dad. They both what, hitchhiked. What a coincidence. What a coincidence that two people that uh, came up in the seventies. <laughs> It's a total, total coincidence. My, my parents used to hitchhike to high school every day. Like it was, it was very yeah. common. And I remember like driving with my parents when I was a kid and just picking yeah. up randos and giving them rides places. It would have <laughs> been like, uh, it would have been like if, if, uh, if Claire was like, yeah. And, uh, and he pulled off the side of the road and he called her from a payphone. Right. And then he's like, holy shit, my dad also <laughs> called my mom from a payphone. It was a he, very it was a very common practice. Yeah. yeah. So um so as they're doing this, this is the big reveal. Like Claire's gonna tell her tell him all of her feelings. And she says like something that is the most most bachelor thing ever said on the show. I, I just realized this. This is quote is the most bachelor thing you could ever say on this show. She says to Dale, first thing. We haven't even been on a one-on-one, and I feel this incredible connection. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like, there's a lot about that sentence that, that's just really funny. That this The one-on-one, we haven't even been on that, and I already feel this connection. It just kind of sums up this show it's and all, it's how all frail she, it is and she, superficial. Because she stalked his fucking Instagram, dude. She right. set up a, the narrative 
in her brain about this guy. And I'm not saying he's a bad guy. He's probably a great guy. He looks like he's got a lot of, he looks like he's got a lot of things going for him. Seems like a really genuine, nice person. I'm not saying that she's wrong to have this idea of him, but the, the fact is there's just no way she can know him that well after one 45 minute dry humping session. I mean, she can know what he's packing. Well, that, that too, like the, the reaction shots that they do of her, when he's talking, yeah, the way that she looks at him is like she is just aching for him to get it in. Like he, yes, yeah, like it's it's she just ha- she she doesn't have a great poker face. In fact, she has no poker face. You always know how she's feeling, what she's doing, and she just looks at him longingly, like I need you inside of me. Um, yes, yes. Now, so they so they, so they go back to the uh, to the house. And all the dudes are like, what does this mean, you know? And, and I, t- I've, I said this last week. All the guys um, are, are caught between trying to have feelings and say the right things on camera that, yeah. that make them look loving, but also being cool with their dudes. Then there's always that balance to walk. And just uh, this dumbass Jason who actually went on a one-on-one with her and they had some time together, I guess he's – I guess he's all in after that one date. And Jason Jason's basically saying, um, yeah, I mean, um, I, I'm just going to warn you guys. I'm, I, I think I'm going to I'm going to freak out. I mean, I, if this is what he says, um, it, you know, it, when I'm hurt, you know, after being vulnerable and stuff, I mean, I, I freak out. I don't know what he was trying to say in that moment. I don't know if he said he was gonna he was gonna beat beat her face. No, 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 no. Because no. remember, on his date. Yes, I know. He's, and also, you got me confused got because you said Jason was the wildlife manager, and I said no, Blake is the life wildlife manager. Well, Blake, and, Blake is the dude who keeps breaking the rules. Yeah, he's he's the wildlife manager. Jason is the is the um, Canadian linebacker. He's the Canadian offensive lineman. That oh, lost okay. 150 pounds. You're right. you're right. I got the. I got. You're right. I got the occupations a little confused. right. So, yeah. but Jason, remember they had like a real heart to heart. They had their one on one, and they had a real heart to heart. And he opened up about something that I can't remember, but I th- would have thought it was very trivial. <laughs> it's like the kind of thing I say to anybody, but it was a very big deal to him. And she was. She like coached him through whatever he had to admit, and now he shook from that. She. See, this is Claire's wrecking lives because he he opened up and he had to be vulnerable. He probably watched the Breen Brown. 20 minute Ted talk on vulnerability, which I would recommend to everyone. And anytime anybody comes to me with a relationship issue, I always uh, send them to the Breen Brown um, vulnerability Ted talk. So he should watch that. But now he's, he's shook. He's like, I don't know. He's like, I really had feelings for Claire. The rest of these guys are him. I kind of believe the rest of these guys are just annoyed because they think that they're so amazing that if they if she had met them she would have picked them. That's right. that's the vibe that all of these guys are throwing out. Right. So um, before we skip to the, to the the great part where they where they tell the guys everything the um, some of the some of the date she says um, she says let's see I know all I know is that. 
Um, I don't I'm know so, nothing. All, all I, I know, know is that, that I don't know. No. This is what this is no. what she said to him after explaining mm. her feelings. She yeah. said, "All I know is that I'm so falling in love with you." And then she just stops. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Okay, I guess I'm I'm supposed to talk now." Mm-hmm. And he says, "Honestly, I'm falling in love too." Neither of them said, "I'm in love with you." No. They do the the bachelor mm-hmm. thing. Where they're falling in love, so this big reveal that yep. that Claire needed to tell him something in order for them to take the next step. They're just falling in love, um, and they're dancing around it. And it cannot, for the record, I'm eating a cookie, which is ve- oh, which right. is very bad. Why, why don't you finish that before? Keep your keep your thought. But okay. she did say something <laughs> that I thought was very funny in this moment. Um, she she did one of the the, uh, the on camera interviews during this whole th- dinner, and she she says this um, to everyone who has ever told me to settle, and that the man I am looking for is not out there. Right. He's sitting with me at dinner. Now, now let's mm-hmm. let's break down that yeah. comment. Yeah, it's, uh, no one's ever done who that. Has ever told no me one's to ever settle. Yeah. Like who has ever no. once yeah. told anybody to settle? Right. And then yeah. the man you're looking for isn't out there. Yeah. And, and, and <laughs> no one's ever said to, that to everyone who has said it. Yeah. She's saying more than one person in her life no. has said that to her. Yeah. She's <laughs> she must have some shitty friends to everyone <laughs> in my life. Who's ever told me not to be the starting power forward for the Los Angeles Lakers. I tell you, you are wrong. I'm, I'm going to follow my dreams and I'm going to continue to become the starting power forward for the Los Angeles Lakers. What right. I was going to say before I was eating that cookie, and it was one of those dog shit cookies from the um, from the grocery store where it's like kind of like a cakey. It's like a sugar cakey thing with frosting on the top. They're so disgusting, but also so delicious that you can't. If you see one, you have to eat it. And I just did that. What I wanted to say is it cannot be understated how fucking incredibly boring this segment was between this date between Dale and Claire was. It went on forever and nothing happened. It was so boring. They just did not have enough footage to make a show. So they just shot this whole date. It was 37% of the episode, and it sh- could have been one minute. Well, of course. They had to draw this out because uh, we'll explain why. They, they wanted to leave the cliffhanger at the end. They didn't want to start getting into the second part. Yet. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so, but there were a couple of things that did happen um, along this journey. Um, after dinner, they just get up and they, they act like they're just walking back to their room. And just b- by coincidence, um, uh, Dale looks over and he says, oh, hey, and there are two professional singers about to sing a song. Oh, and my God. It, it was just something that they had that, that it was just oh like, my God. oh, wait, we're not going to our room because there's two professional singers here that we have oh to dance to. And, and for anybody who's listening to the podcast knows that, you know, we're, we were on to The Bachelor and that 98 percent of the acts yeah. in, in the show – are that Caucasian band right. that is country yeah. but not country? Yeah. Well, they they broke they broke stride on this one. COVID, and COVID, mm-hmm. and and 
But it's a new world, Ryan. It's, well, it's a more diverse world. Well, they, <laughs> they brought they, they they brought in a a, a duo lo, named lo, lo, local Chris hires. and Bree. Yeah, Chris and Bree. Chris and Bry. Chris and Bree. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Um, and they they actually noted that they were singing a bachelorette original. It was a it's written a for the show, yeah. made for that moment yeah. by Chris and Bree. Um, and by the way. He's a black guy. She looks like just like Hope Hicks. Uh, Trump's uh, communications <laughs> yes. person. Yes. Hope Hicks and and uh, and a black guy yes. singing a song. Yes. It's very romantic. Hope they Hicks dance. and Daniels from The Wire. <laughs> Lieutenant yeah. Daniels. Yeah. yeah. And and so then they dance. So they slow dance. It's and- it's again what's Jason Stewart's being very diplomatic because as boring as this date was. This musical performance was so bad. It was he was playing like a Casio keyboard, one of those stand-up yep. keyboards, and she was singing along and the song was horrible. The it was just it was n- no energy. Like it was just you could tell it was a made-up song. It was fucking awful. It had um had like a church vibe to it. Like have you ever been to church? I mean right. I haven't, but I have. You ever been to a church thing and the band's playing and you're like, hey, this is a pretty good band for a church. It was like that, except it was like the 17th best church band you've seen. And because it was a Bachelorette original song and they want it to be like the number one streaming song tomorrow, they play the entire thing. They they didn't they didn't Went just do forever. like like thirty seconds of it like they do with the Caucasian bands. Yeah, they did the entire yeah. song. It was awkward. And they had to watch them dance and kiss and stuff. Um, they did that thing. Then, they did they dance like no one really dances. They dance like um like Canadian. It's like the same reason that um, Canadian couples only have sex doggy style so they can both both watch the hockey game. It's like <laughs> that, but it's. So they can both see the band. So she like leans into him, like like, puts her back into his chest and then he puts her arms around her and they rock back and forth. And like, no, what is that? Who's doing that? Chris and Brie. Yeah. Um, And now the show did something um, that it's never it's never like done transparently. I I give it credit for this. This is what they did. Uh, They basically just uh, made that evening a fantasy suite night. For these two, yeah, um, they they both really want to have sex with each other. Obviously, hold on, hold on. I, I only it didn't occur to me that there was going to be a fantasy suite, so I didn't look for my number one tell of the fantasy suite. Can you tell me, Jason? Were there shots of shoes on the floor? <laughs> Um, I didn't, I don't remember, but I wouldn't doubt it. Of course. There's always, that's how you know they banged. (laughs) So, so not only is there a fantasy suite where they, they watch them on the bed before they turn the cameras off. Of course, they they watch them on the bed, uh, making out and stuff. But, um, but they were like, um, what was I going to say? They go back to the, uh, to the, where the, the guys are, are are staying. They're bitching so much. but, But two dudes are, 
are um, asking each other if they think that he's going to get it in or not. Yeah. If they think that Dale is, is going to have sex with her. Yeah. They actually are talking about it. Yeah. Like They said something like, um, and then one dude's like, man, I just don't think that she'll take that next intimate step with him. I just don't see it. And the other guy's like, I don't know, man. You know, whatever. Yeah, that so was actually talking about. That it. was birth defects Cal, Val Kilmer. He was like, he was That's like, right. I don't, he's like, I just don't see Claire doing that. Meanwhile, and no disrespect to Claire whatsoever. She has a history on the show where she has sex with every guy that she's <laughs> gets engaged to, which is every time she's on the show. So, I mean, I don't I don't know why birth defects Val Kilmer would think that she, this show is any different when she's basically been professing her love for one guy since the moment he got there. And then, then he leaves to go be with her and he doesn't return for 18 hours. Right. right. <laughs> he's so like, the, uh, I, I just don't know. I, I just don't see Claire having that. He said something like raising the level of intimacy or something. Yeah. Yeah. The next step of intimacy. Um, so, um, they do what, what you love and you know, they obviously shut the cameras off and then they, they brought the cameras in in the morning Mm -hmm. and got them kissing in bed. Like they just woke up and were kissing and they both have very big white, very white teeth. Right. Which is, which, you know, lends me to be less freaked out about their mouths, but still, you spend the whole night. All I need, just like you do a shot of the shot of the shoes to let us know that there, that sex is probably being had. Just a quick, like one second shot of the toothbrushes and they're glistening. So you can see that they're a little bit wet. You, so you just know, oh, oh, those toothbrushes have been recently used and now they're back in bed. And then so, you know, that would so, help me. Um. Like I said, this is like the most unabashed the show has ever been yeah. about two people fucking on their on their show. Like yeah. they they had them laying in bed the next morning. She's doing her interview on camera in like with uh you know with not much makeup on yeah. and her her nightgown with a robe on. She like, had like just, a she had like no, long, no pretense. Yeah, she had like lingerie on. I don't know. It was yeah. it was like like satiny like a satiny pj like thing like a not quite a teddy it wasn't like lacy i don't know the names of things but she was definitely wearing lingerie and i had to be honest i wasn't it didn't i didn't really get the vibe that claire got off like i think you know it takes a while to get comfortable i don't think that claire orgasmed on her first night with dale it's interesting because I thought the euphemism was at the beginning of the episode. It's actually now because mm-hmm. Harrison sits down with her again, kind of awkward, like right away. Tell me how it went. Yes. How did last night go? Yeah. You, you and then she tells him that she, they both told each other that they were in love yeah. with each other. And she said, she, she goes, he goes, how was last night? And she goes, I needed that so bad. <laughs> and right. she, she's talking about Dick. She well, needed. No, no. She, she says this. She needed she to get says, dicked down. She says this exactly. She's like, you know, he he was great. He's he, he was he was great on the date, and then when the cameras went away and we were on our own, he was better than expected. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. That, that's oh. a euphemism yeah. for bigger than expected, mm-hmm. better. So maybe mm-hmm. she did get off. So yeah, at first I was thinking, just by the look on her face, I was thinking she didn't get off. But then when she was like, I needed that so bad. That's a direct quote. I was like, oh, maybe I was wrong. Maybe she climbed on and made, you know, took care of her, took charge of her own pleasure, which is good. So Harrison was like, okay, so it, it went real well last night. Yeah. You guys obviously fucked. Yeah. What do you want to do? Yeah. And Claire's like, I know this is uh, breaking the rules or whatever, but I'm in love and I don't want to be stopped from being in love. Yeah. And Harrison's like, all right, you got to tell the rest of the guys. Yep. Hold on, though. He also at one point before that and also it's fucked that she's got to tell the guys, but he goes, he goes, you've broken every record <laughs> and like, I don't, you know, she doesn't have, um, 4,315 hits or whatever. I don't know what he's talking about. I assume he means bachelor records, but there's no way she's broken Bob Guinea's record of six contestants <laughs> slayed. Right. Like that's, no, that, that was a malaprop she, or kind of a, a mixture of cliches. Right. Like, she she broke all the rules. Right. She didn't break all the records because of the point you're making or and breaking a record. It was a record record scratch. I don't know what, yeah. what he was going for there, yeah. but it it wasn't what isn't what he oh, wanted. It was it was like a cherry on the pie situation. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you've broken all the because rules. I was like, I would have raised my hand right there if I was in production and be like, hey, hold on, like. Put put some respect on Bob Guinea's name because that's like seventy three home runs. Like it's it's not coming down. We're just we're just not doing that again. <laughs> Good old Bob Guinea. Um, so um, they do this the the big dramatic moment of the show, right? They they have the big reveal where she comes in and tells the rest of the guys, "I'm going to try this with Dale, and you guys are out." And um, they do this thing that they always do, which I never quite, I understand why they do it for framing and stuff, Yeah, but it's the most unnatural thing you'll ever do. If you're with 12 other dudes, they have them sitting on an L shaped couch, like right next to each other. Like all their legs are touching each other and they're just talking about feelings. Like they have them, like you can tell the producer is like, all right, guys, talk amongst yourselves about your feelings about Claire and how bummed you are th- about how this is going. And it's just a weird thing that I know for a fact, having been a guy, never happens. It's it's a natural conversation. And the, the way that they're actually yeah. positioned, yeah. just it's, it's just strange. Yeah. But anyway, she she comes in. She tells the I dude, was I was ha- I was kind of feeling bad for the guys because they had to be so bored. Like this whole show's being made without they're supposed to be on the show. The whole show's being made without them. You know they're all like trying to bang the producers and PAs and stuff cuz there's not like there's not like random hotel guests that they can try to hook up with and they can't leave. So it ha- it had to be a living hell. Like they they don't they shouldn't be allowed to be as butthurt as Blake the wildlife manager is and Kenny the boy band manager, but still I do kind of feel for them cuz it looked boring as fuck. Go on. So so what what I didn't say was like in in the couple uh flashbacks or not flashbacks, but every time they would go back to the house while Claire and Dale were, were on this date, Kenny was talking a big game with the dudes. And what what happens when you talk a big game? 
you need to deliver, right? Like Kenny was like, hey, man, she owes us an apology. I mean, this is bullshit. This, she wasted our time. Uh, and she definitely talked to him before the show. And he was talking a really big game. So it kind of worked against him in this moment. Okay. She says to the guys, I'm falling in love. And I don't want to deny it anymore. And you guys are amazing. She she doesn't say I'm sorry. Hence this. So if if you're if you're a human being and you know that you're on camera, anything short of I am so happy for you that you have fallen in love. That's what the show is all about. Please. Um, Follow, you know, follow your dreams and have a great one and take care. Anything short of that, you just look like a dick. But boy band manager Kenny, he's been talking a big game. So big he's got to stick to his guns. He says to her, um, first of all, he goes right at it. Did you and Dale make contact before the show? That's legit. That's a legit says, question to ask. She, Kenny goes a little too no. far here, but he, that's right. legit. Yeah, she says no. Yeah. And then he goes right to it. You should apologize to the group. And then she plays the apologize. I'm not going to apologize for falling in love, which yeah. is, that's, that's not a fair. That's not fair. He's yeah. like, I don't you don't need to apologize for falling in love. You need to apologize for faking it with us for which which he has a point. I just don't know yeah. that that was the minute like. You kind yeah. of say that in the after the rose thing when yeah. you're confronting someone after the fact, but she's basically just told the room that she has lived. She's lived up to the dream of falling in love. She's found her husband. Yeah. <laughs> so he he comes off as like an extra special dick in this moment. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Because he thinks he's so precious. His little baby ego is so important that he does. He deserves like. <clears throat> The, the whole you need to apologize, that's a, that's a performative power move where he's like, right. you have to be subservient to me in some way <laughs> to let me know that I have power over you because I came here and you didn't you had already made your mind up or whatever you decided quickly. And that's not even, that's not even known. Like she probably had other guys that she sort of liked, but she liked Dale the most and then liked him even more when she met him. Fine. But the whole, you need to apologize to me. Go fuck yourself, dude. Like you're a contestant on a fucking game show. Like, like the loser on jeopardy doesn't force the fucking winner on Jeopardy to apologize for finding all the daily doubles. You need to apologize to me for running fucking potent potables in double Jeopardy. Go fuck yourself, you fucking baby. You're a, you're a fucking contestant on a game show. Go to hell. Again. Also, you know, he's 47. There, there's a time and place for this conversation. In that moment, wasn't. And then Blake... Blake didn't go full asshole. He's a like, psycho. Like boy band guy did. But Blake, he's broken a rule in every episode and she loves it. And he think he thought that he was getting in pretty good with her. And he didn't go full asshole, but he was saying stuff that was like very passive aggressive and condescending. No, he he's like, insane. I you know, I I just hope you don't get hurt, you know. I don't know, you know, I don't know how you could possibly be so sure. I just I just don't want you to get hurt. That was his way of saying 
there you are fooling yourself you are not in love i don't believe yeah. a, a second of this and so anyways to her he, credit yeah she didn't apologize to the room yeah he she basically just said you guys have been great but blake's shitting on her and he's shitting on um dale and look B- blake might be right or whatever it's not his place to say shut the fuck right. up Blake. he's like you know you know i don't think you're doing the right thing i don't think you know this guy like you think you know him you don't know her idiot right. and it's- also his canadian accent like how's he, he how's he ever gonna get an american bride talking like that he sounds crazy the only guy okay. the only guy is that ben v who's very sweet handsome dude and he took his moment to say Hey, Claire, it was great to meet you. I know you came here with the best intentions. I'm so happy for you. I really am glad that you found what you were looking for. Thank you for letting me be a small part of it. Like that's, so, that's exactly what you what everybody should have said. I wrote I wrote oh. Ben V. I wrote Ben V here on my on my paper that I will that I will not post a picture of. I wrote Ben V. And then I put three little hearts and I don't, I'm not even good at making hearts. And I put, th- I drew three hearts next to his name. And, and, and then Ivan or Yvonne or what have you, um, followed that up by saying, I, I think it takes guts for you to do this. I appreciate you and hope the best for you. Okay. So the, the two guys ended up saying what they should have said. Right. Uh, but it was funny to see how everybody was kind of reacting in the moment. And then maybe the fakest moment of the show in, 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 in an episode of a lot of fake moments, like walking by and not knowing that there were two people about to sing you a song. Um, the Chris Harrison FaceTimed Neil Lane. The uh, the diamond guy. Yeah. Oh, and- I didn't see because I was like, how does this count? I saw Dale perusing the ring in his suite he's looking at it and i'm like well this ring doesn't count without neil lane right yeah and 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 by the way the reason why he's calling neil lane is because there is a chance by the end of the day that dale could be proposing to claire after knowing her for or after being together for about 90 minutes and then a a night and then a fantasy suite night of lust it's insane did because uh, I missed this part, did Dale have to wear like special glasses? You know, like when you look in an eclipse or something, you need <laughs> right. to wear special because it's the the naked eye cannot see Neil Lane's facelift via FaceTime without injuring the cornea. It could could actually like burn your retinas. So you need you need to take precautions. He reminds me of uh, Mickey Rourke and how fucked up the, that. Right. I think Mickey Rourke is like a combination of bad plastic surgeries and being a boxer, getting punched in the face for 30 years. Yeah. Uh, but Neil Lane, um, Harrison is like, hey, I hate to drop this on you, man, but we, we're going to need a ring by the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. And then Neil Lane's like, oh, really? By the end of the day, like, like they hadn't already planned all this stuff in advance. Uh, like somebody, like somebody can't drive from Studio City to Palm Springs in a day. So Harrison goes um, to um, to Dale and sits down with him and says, "Hey, Claire just broke up with the other guys." And Dale, instead of having like a compassionate, yeah. like, "Oh man, that sucks for the dudes," he just laughs. Um, yeah. Which has basically been his attitude this entire time. Because um, this is a don't get don't 
get what you wish for moment. Right. Like Dale's right. probably is like, whoa, this, this shit's moving a little too fast. And it is. And that's a normal reaction. But since it's The Bachelor, you're not allowed to say normal things like a normal person. He's like, it's, I just better get engaged. That's the rules. Harrison says to him, point blank, um, just want to let you know Claire broke up with him and she's she's going to be dressed and waiting for you tonight. And then he says, waiting for your proposal. Like he, he just says it point blank to a dude who hardly knows her. Um, but yeah, so let's see here. I, I wrote this, I wrote this quote down. Um, oh yeah. So, so they're at the, uh, so obviously Dale makes up his mind one way or the other. Right. And they show Claire like standing there, like a regular bachelor finale where they're standing there waiting for the person to arrive. Yep. She says, I've never had a guy stick around. I've yeah, never had a guy who even wanted to stick around. She's, like, she's worried he's oh going to bounce. Yeah. What a sad, what a, what a sad thing to say. That's such a bummer. I know. Um, and then he, she, he, she says he's literally everything I ever wanted yeah, in a man. And she's known him for about two days. Yeah. Um, but she also stalked his Instagram. So, and then she's like, but what if he is not as certain as I am about this? And I'm thinking, yeah, that's a pretty good question to ask. You mean that not everybody is willing to marry somebody that you just <laughs> met? <laughs> but, Again, like, why do they have to? I don't understand. They could like, both just be like, see you later, but they ha- they're required to get engaged. For some reason, it's, it's in the contract language that at no point in time in the show can you ever say, hey, you know what? This has gone a little too quick. I just, I just want to be with you and date and, be, and yeah. see, if this, see if there's a compatibility here. Like we don't know yeah. anything about each other. Yeah. You can't say that. That's far too normal. That's far too real. Yeah. Um, so they have to get engaged or break up. It's one of the two. Yeah. I think Dale chose the smart one because this one will make him famous. He showed up and he got on a knee yep. and and gave her the ring. And, and she said, now, I gave you a little bit of foreshadowing at the beginning of this podcast. She's already been engaged she already yeah. got engaged on you know, on a show. So it's a Frenchman, and, I think. Benoit has Benoit yeah. something. And she would she would have gotten engaged to uh, to Juan Pablo, of course. So um, so he gets down on a knee and he gets the ring out and shows her. And then for some reason he like uh, forgets or is nervous and doesn't put it on her finger. She she says, "Wait a minute, you need to put that on my finger. I've waited my entire life for this." Yeah. I waited my entire life yeah. for someone to put a ring on my finger, yeah, even though she sad. has already gotten a ring on her finger. Yeah, on that's, her, true. that's a good point. Um, that's a good, so, it's multiple rings. <laughs> right. I've waited my entire life. Since the last time. Twice on a reality show. <laughs> right. So, um, you know, they do the typical thing where they, they try to, this awkward thing where they're on camera. So they got to say something and they say stuff like we're engaged and I can't believe this. And it's going to be so much fun and all this, whatever. And then, so um, now the bachelorette has to do something that's never had to do before and push reboot. And the answers to the questions that you and I had, which was 
what are they going to do? Are they going to recast this thing? Are they going to leave right. the guys in right. and mix in other dudes? So far, the answer to our questions are the 16 guys that Claire broke up with or whatever. Yeah. They're sticking and Tasha yeah. is the new bachelorette and yes. she needs to pick between those 16. Yes. Or do you think they're going to mix in new no, dudes? I don't think they're mixing. No, they're just going from like Joseph doesn't get to come back, dude. I, and the reason I, I figured out tonight, the reason why they picked Tasha, because what, what do we know about Tasha? She lives when, in Newport. Other, other than she's very, very easy to look at. Like yeah. we, we learned in the Colton Underwood uh, season and in bachelor in paradise that she just, she just wants to have fun. She's, she's cool. like 23 or 24. No, she's 30. She, she wants to have these little, like um, these, like these, these little, what do you call it? Uh, flirtations. Yeah. Like she likes, she likes being with people yep. here and there. Who doesn't? But she's not in it for the long haul and, yeah. and nor should she, but she hold, just likes being famous. But hold on. And I know, and I know reality Steve's got the answers to this and I don't want to, I don't want to uh, spoil anything, but we're talking COVID protocol here, right? Where's we, I get that it's the bachelor and they're doing their own little bubble there and it's all fine while you're there. But at the time you needed to like quarantine for a couple weeks before you're around other people. And this whole thing shook out in like a day. So what really happened or had to have happened is they had to have Tasha staged at the resort for at least say 10 days before this happened. And how long could they have possibly been shooting at this point? Like that long, she would have had to been there the whole time. I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't know if it was that, that serious. I don't know if they, they did all the protocol things because of course they, they did, but it kind of goes against my theory. And I, as you said, we don't do spoilers, so I could be totally wrong, but I haven't read either way. This is why they picked Tasha. Um, first of all, Harrison lies to the guys. Not only does he say that she's beautiful and she's compassionate and smart, she's great. She, he doesn't tell her tell them her name yet, yeah. but she said he says most importantly, she's at a time in her life where she's ready to fall in love. And that's a, that's a lie. We know that from Tasha already. She's not at a time in her life. She's still having a ball being famous on Instagram. Yeah. So I, my theory is this. If they had the 16 dudes that were all there uh, to try to meet and court Claire and everything was about Claire, 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 yep. and they cast people specifically yeah. for yes. Claire, yeah. they said to each other, who could we get? That'll be really fun. <laughs> that'll be easy to look yeah. at. But you know for a fact she's not going to want any of these dudes. Yeah. And and who who can we get like that? And they said Tasha, because she is fun and it will be fun to watch. But I guarantee she's not going to be with one of these dudes. No. But I mean, it's easy. Like these guys don't care. It's easy to pivot to her, other than Jason, the Canadian linebacker. <laughs> yeah. And Blake, the Canadian wildlife manager, it's like this, these guys are fine. And also something I was noticing besides Jason and Blake and Ben V 
and um, Kenny, the boy band manager, and birth defects Val Kilmer and Easy. There's a whole bunch of dudes. Like, I've watched every episode so far. There's a whole bunch of dudes. I'm like, who's that guy? Who's that? There's that other black guy with the glasses. Who's he? There's so many guys on there that, like, they can't introduce new guys because we still don't know the original guys because the whole show's been about Dale anyway. Yes. There's and, enough but, guys. But, and they, but they did have to go through the motions yeah. of, like, they, I could tell the producers were like, all right, act like you're kind of conflicted here. Be like, you know, because I was really into Claire because they didn't want they don't want it looking like these guys are just there to hook up and be famous. So they had to show that the guys were conflicted because they, they had feelings for Claire. And now they're going to throw somebody else in the mix. I don't know if I'm emotionally ready to pivot. Each of them were a little conflicted. Jason was downright like, I don't know if I could do this. Um, all of them were lies. Like this is yeah. a game show. It's a game show. The further you go, the more famous you get. I want to be on TV. You want to get those one-on-ones. You want to be known. And this is, there, there wasn't, I guarantee there was zero hesitation in all of their minds. In fact, they were probably like, okay, yeah, this will be kind of, of course. Fun. It's kind of like a potluck. Like, who knows what we're bringing? What are we going to, what are we going to quarantine at our own fucking house? Let's quarantine at this resort and tr- try to get right. it in with this hot black chick that's coming on. Like let's, why not? So, um, so Tasha comes out of the limousine, looks great. And, uh, um, yeah. in the tease, they, they say something to, uh, they have Chris Harrison saying something to her. Like, um, I need to tell you something. And, that's yeah. why it kind of gets me to thinking that the, they're going to change the rules a little bit. Oh, but I don't right. Know what that means. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I, I felt kind of awkward for Tasha because, like, they're all there already. It's like they're supposed to be introduced to her. She <laughs> should be in the power position. And then now they're all in a room and she's got to walk into the room. Like, I don't like the way they did that. They should have still sort of set it up. They should have been like, okay, guys, we're heading over to a block over here and we're going to, um, you know, go to this ballroom and we're all going to walk in one at a time and say hi to Tasha. I didn't like that Tasha was put in the, in the beta position <laughs> of having to introduce herself to them even though she's the de facto star of the show that's a good point i yeah. i will say this yeah they in in the in the tease um they had her say something that was just ridiculous because oh, she yeah. can't actually feel this way she can't she's too smart to actually say this yeah but i think the producers made her say it. she she it says at one point during the at some point during the rest of the season um um I don't want to be anybody's second choice ever. <laughs> yes, she does say that. I did well, catch how, that. How about this? You, you literally are the second choice. Yes. Like yeah. the, the first choice of the Bachelorette was Claire and you are the second choice, yeah. first of all. Yeah. And all of these guys were there for Claire. All of them it, will admit, you know, I had feelings for Claire. So by design, you are the second choice. In fact, the rest of the Bachelorette, instead of being the Bachelorette with Tasha, it could be the Bachelorette, the second choice. Like that could be the subtitle of this entire thing. That's how this is structured. Yeah, but the, she's not going to be anybody's second. The choice. second go around. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Um, and then they wrap up with 
like a shot from Dale and uh, Claire on their de facto quasi honeymoon in Malibu. Right. And he's like, so I guess they're like still quarantining or whatever. I don't even know. It's so confusing, but they're, you know, they're doing like a little vacation thing and he's like, shooting in the kitchen and it's like hey what are you guys doing and he's like claire what are you doing and he's got like the phone and selfie mode and he's like what are you doing claire and she's like making a salad like i, I was like i'd be like dude just run run away like no one's that excited to be making a salad like and i think i think when she was uh mentioning the items she says i have some romaine lettuce yeah some croutons yes. yeah you're, you're making a salad right it's like not even it's not even like a particularly <laughs> creative salad like it's not you wouldn't want to draw attention to it uh okay that was pretty fun i didn't think we'd get a whole show out of that jason excellent work as always we'll rally up again and do it again it. next week you got it all right for jason stewart my name is brian beckner this has been the bachelor lifestyle from the baller lifestyle.com we will see you next week Lifestyle we living in. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle we living in. It